What is up, everybody? Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of Cafe Kubal Studios. It is time for two mics, no filter with Andrea Smith, myself, Dan Tortora, a.k.a. DT. And we are here in this two mics, no filter that is so beautifully called the Valentine's Hangover. <laughs> and that is because some of y'all had a real nice Valentine's Day and some mm -hmm. of y'all if Valentine's Day was a person, would put them out in the driving range. So we'll talk okay. about Valentine's Day. I'm very proud of myself, Andrea. And this is something that I didn't tell you. And Andrea and I talk a lot off the air, on the air. So there is always um, stories that uh, that we get to talk about. So I actually achieved something that I want to like it for. Okay. I said before Christmas... If I have a, it was like, I was right around Thanksgiving. I said, if I have a girlfriend now, or if I date somebody now that mm -hmm. somehow is here for like Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's Day, I am instituting because of the amount of money that I have spent and the way I've been treated. I said, I'm instituting just like a business has the 90 day rule. And that okay. 90 day rule is that you're under, you know, kind of extra watch in those first 90 days. And in that in that 90 day rule, I said, because it's fallen in the 90 days, I will not buy a Christmas gift. I don't have to do anything for New Year's and I will not buy a Valentine's Day gift. I want to shout out the fact that I went from before Christmas to Thanksgiving or to a before Christmas to Valentine's Day and spent zero dollars, saved my money, went on a few dates here and there, but didn't have to spend a cent. So your 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 co-host here. Well, I was gonna. I mean, first of all, the first thought I had was that you're dating somebody seriously enough to put them on the ninety day rule. So that's news. Which I was. No, I wasn't. Okay, you're just you went on a couple of dates. I got you. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm just saying that I. Told but you don't myself. like anybody enough to be compelled to buy them a gift. No, and what I told myself was even if yeah. I did like them, there is a ninety day rule, and this it's not going to happen. So I just realized that I was talking to my buddy. It was, yeah, it was a couple of days ago. It was Valentine's Day. And I went, I made it. <laughs> so I'm very, I'm very proud. I was like, I you saved a lot of money. I'm going to buy myself something expensive for no reason. So I did. I bought, did. I bought myself several things for Valentine's <laughs> or well, for no reason, but I called it Valentine's Yeah. for me. My, my husband doesn't believe in Valentine's Day. He calls it a made up holiday. Yeah. Um, so uh, if that tells you guys how my Valentine's was, it was uh, Tuesday. Um, I did cook something. I want to I want to throw that out there. I have made a conscious effort that I'm going to start cooking at least one meal a week. So I started off this week and I did cook something. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But um, I did buy myself some flowers this week. I have a friend that does like florals. So I bought some flowers and I bought a bag. But I got it on sale, so it doesn't it doesn't really count. But either way, I mean, yeah, we don't really do Valentine's. We do things for the kids, obviously. Um, and my kids are so spoiled that I mean, my my son, like two days before Valentine's Day, all he said was, "I wonder what you're going to get me for Valentine's Day. I wonder what <laughs> Papa's going to get me for Valentine's Day." And I'm like, "Oh my, you know." And then the next day, he'd wake up first thing out of his mouth, "I wonder what you're going to get me for Valentine's Day." I'm like. Child, let's hope that you're nothing like your daddy when you get older. Because <laughs> let me tell you something: if you like Valentine's Day this much, yeah, that is not what you're learning at this house. Yeah. Well, I will say so. On Valentine's Day, I take care of three: mom, dad, mm -hmm. and my dog. So mm -hmm. I got my dog a s'more plush that she loved. She mm -hmm. has become more human than her already human self that she's now learned to stand up on her legs and look around my body by coiling her head to try and figure out what was behind my back. Cause I was like, it is a cute dog. I, I can understand. She's the best. And so, and I actually said this, it was on Valentine's day. I'm broadcasting. And I said, I said, I can't say what I bought Lily because I feel like she's somewhere in the studio office listening. I kid you not. I said that the door opened and she was standing in my studio looking at me. And I was like, case in point, she's always on time. Like, as soon as yeah. I said, I can't tell anybody, I think she's listening. You can hear the door open to the studio because there's something on the door. And she just looked right at me. And I was like, 
are you for real right now? (laughs) I took care of her. Mom, I always get mom flowers and candy. And I got my dad something, but I haven't seen my dad the last couple of days. So I came back to the house. He goes, are you home? And my dad never did stuff like this. My mom always picked up the stuff. And from what I knew, my dad goes, are you home? I was like, why? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. I went home. I was on the phone with my dad. I opened up my door and there was there was a heart full of candy there from my dad. Oh, that's nice. So it was really sweet. And then my mom, no, it was very, very nice. So and then my mom being who she is, she goes, oh, your bag's in the car because we went to dinner. She goes, your bag's in the car, honey. And I must have had sympathy pains for you because I had a very horrendous stomach on Tuesday. So I didn't even get to really eat that much on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And so I was just sitting there literally eating bread and water in the restaurant. I kid you not. And my mom goes, your bag's in the car. I go to the car. There's a card. And for my entire life, 37 years, here's a bag of candy. And when I tell you a bag of candy, there's like 47 pieces of candy in there of everything that my mom knows that I like all thrown in there because she's like, I love you. And, you know, so I, I can say that my Valentine's Day has been consistent my whole life because my first two Valentines, mom and dad, always do something special to, you know, say, hey, we love you every day. And you know that. But on Valentine's Day, we got we got you. So, yeah, my parents always did like a card at least or something for me, too, until I would say until like really recently, because now the kids, they do things for the kids instead. Uh, my parents always did too, but I will say that I ha- I will um, have been coming this April. It'll be ten years that we have been married, and Josh has stayed steady, consistent with his hate of Valentine's Day. Yeah, so. I mean, he can hate it, but it's not. That's not your fault. I I I would I would love to see, but also not love to see me dating for a while, and they make it through the ninety day period. And then Valentine's Day comes and I did nothing. I I can only imagine because all I've ever learned about women is when they say do nothing, it means do everything. So right. yeah, like don't get me a snack at the store. You better get me a snack. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I've just kind of learned that you don't come home with like a Gatorade or or a Powerade or a body armor or a Reese's or a Twix. You never come home. Like if I bought myself a soda, if I got like a Coke Zero and I walked in the house and she told me for two hours, I don't want anything. I'm not hungry. I just want to go to bed. If I came home with a Reese's and a Coke Zero, she was like, really, Dan? And I'm like, "What? you said you didn't want anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, that actually happened recently to, to us. Um, I, Josh and my kid, they after like sports or something, they went to the gas station and they came home with all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, you went to the store and you didn't give me a protein bar after I've been here all day or whatever. Like, I don't remember the situation, but it was something where I was stuck at home. And he's like, oh man, I forgot. I was like, you forgot the only thing I ever get at every gas station we ever stop at. (laughs) I don't know how you forgot that. But I will say in Josh's defense, and he listens to our shows. So I want to throw this out there in Josh's defense. And this is a subject we talked about a couple episodes ago. Hey, Josh. I know. You know, being that I am so weird about the food stuff and and we tackled that on a different day um, in Josh's defense, sometimes he's concerned that if he brings something home that I'll be upset, like, like, oh, I've already made in my mind have already eaten enough for the day. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. So I do think that probably sometimes there's a little bit of struggle on how to keep me happy. (laughs) That's what I'm going to tell Josh. This is what I would do. If if you are at a store, always buy Andrea something. Yes. If you want to make a joke about what you just heard on the show and you think she might have eaten her daily count today. Right, right. And when you buy her the protein bar, put a sticky note on it that says tomorrow with a heart. Yeah, good. There you go. See? There you go. It works. There you go. Damn, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. But yeah, that just happened to us too. That's so funny. Yeah, you could steal that. But But yeah, the thing is, is that I've, yeah, I've definitely learned that, but I'm so happy. I don't, I don't know when the last Christmas Valentine's day, like that, I, that I was, that I didn't have to do anything. So, right. Oh, so, it's so nice. And people are like, you know, I'm like, I'm taking myself to see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I, I've got, you know, I'm taking care of myself, I'm getting some nice food for the house, got some sushi that I haven't gotten in a while. Self-love. 
you know? Yeah. And I was like, listen, what did we say in the last show? You can always do what? Buy yourself flowers. And you bought yourself flowers. So you stood by it. Very, really, very nice ones. Plus, I would buy it on my Instagram. <laughs> I would buy myself flowers, but I am allergic to pollen. And buying my mom flowers and having them in the car for 15 minutes makes my entire, like, as yeah. soon as they're in the car, that's all my nose smell. It's like someone shoved pollen up my nose. It's like the flowers are in my nose. Yeah. So like, it's always pretty, but whenever I would buy them for anybody, they're like, oh, what do you think about the flowers? They're so beautiful. I'm like, that's great. Put them in a room that we're not going to walk in. Right. That I'm not going to walk in. Yeah. You know, put them in yeah. some room, put them in the closet, put them in the, put them yeah. upstairs in the, in the, uh, I feel like, I feel like most people are allergic to pollen. They just don't know it. Cause I mean, oh, it's I so bad. It. this year, everybody's been sick. I feel like everybody's been sick. Um, well, you I know, I've been sick animals. Yeah. I've been, I've been sick on and off since August. Um, and it's been so weird, but yeah. So, I mean, with this being two mics, no filter Valentine's hangover, I want to know, did you ever have your worst Valentine? Well, I mean, now you don't have any Valentine, Josh, but do you, do you, do you, have you had a worse, like a bad Valentine? Like we broke up on Valentine's day. They fought with me on Valentine's day. I got hit by a car on Valentine's day. Like, do you have a Valentine's day moment that just kind of hits different? Not honestly, not that I can remember off the top of my head. Do you have a good like, one? I, yeah, I mean, I definitely had good ones. I mean, I definitely, you know, when you're young and you're young love and you get the big bouquet of like flowers and balloons and all that stuff. And they, they call your mom to get your address. Like I've definitely had those types of things happen, but I really, I, I can't, I mean, you know, before we had kids, I mean, we would go out to eat and things like do things like that, you know? No. Um, so we did do stuff for Valentine's. We just, um, you know, I just, I can't, I never, I will say out of all the bad relationships stuff that I have had happen, I don't recall anything bad ever happening on Valentine's day. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of my drama went down around birthdays or summer holidays. Yeah. What they, what the church would call ordinary time. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like people are on their best behavior on holidays. Most of the time, like yeah. it's like, you always know that after Halloween, if like, if you're on the outside looking in watching a couple, right? You, and maybe it's like, maybe you have a friend that they're, they're kind of up and down the relationship, their breakup, they make up, whatever. Right. And one says they're not happy, blah, blah, blah. You always know that after Halloween, November 1st, the moment has shifted. And suddenly on their Facebook, their Instagrams, all the things, it's holidays, love, all the things. And then it goes through a little lull and then February 14th, we're back onto it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it subsides again for the summer. Yeah. I, I always find interesting when somebody puts, and please, my friends that are watching this, don't take offense to this. I just find it different. If I'm in a relationship and I'm in love with somebody, and I don't know if I've ever truly completely been in love. I have right. loved people. But if I'm in this relationship and I think it's great, I write like a love letter to them. On your what Facebook. I see people right now is like, hey, you know how I feel about you. You're always good to me and the kids. Love you. And I'm like, I feel like that's like a coach speak answer, you know, like, Hey, wait, what do you see people doing that? Like I see people write like these like memorials basically about their, the best person and da, 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 and all these no. things. And I'm like, what? I, I put people on divorce watch when I so see, do I. when I see the, Hey, just wanted to remind you that I love you on Valentine's day. Thanks for being really nice to me and the kids, or thanks for being a great friend or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what I would say. I'd be like, you know, if I actually found the person, you know, I know how nice I was to the not person. So if I actually found the person, then yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, obviously. But the, but the question is, do you put it on public display? That's what do I was going to say. The picture, tag the person and say, yeah. happy Valentine's Day to this person for all the reasons. I would say something to okay. them. That's more than, hey, happy day, love you. So I would say more than that, but I also would like keep some for like us. So I would probably just say whatever I felt in the moment. 
is, you know, I'd probably talk about, you know, you know, from when you came into my life to now, I appreciate this. But I, I see people like it's like they're trying to say something nice and it's hurting them to do it. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like, I don't really see that as much. Like I see people actually all almost like yeah. almost like they're pouring it on too thick for the like keeping up with the Joneses. Like they're pouring it on too thick for everyone to think they have this perfect relationship. You know what they call life. that? What? You know what they call that? Keeping up with the Joneses. An alibi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what they call that. They call it. I mean, listen, I think you should listen. I think you should write like on, when it comes to social media, I think on somebody's birthday, if they're super close to you, it's okay to do the whole celebrate them because it's one day a year celebrate them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe anniversary is probably the only other time, but I think like every other holiday to do like something for public to your spouse is just weird. To me, I kind of do it in the moment. Like I'll do it on a random Tuesday that's not Valentine's Day, but, but that's better than doing it when everybody. It's like it's like getting engaged on Valentine's Day, Christmas. Yeah, I've realized. Like, dude, that means you didn't have to buy a gift because now you gave the ring. Uh, not the women that I know, they'd be like, "Where's my gift at?" But uh, right, you know. I mean that doesn't count. That's like a that's like a that's like a duh. Of course you got to give me the ring. Now where's the gift? I would say that if I ever got engaged and it's looking bleaker by the moment but if i ever got engaged again it would not be on christmas well, i haven't done this but i'm just saying i wouldn't do it on christmas i wouldn't do it on valentine's day i wouldn't do it on new year's i wouldn't do it at disney and i would not do it at a stadium okay because that's like you know what i mean i want to do it where it's uniquely us and i don't want her to be in a situation where she thinks well i have to say yes because they're going to boo me at Yankee Stadium, or you know, if I'm at Disney and I say no, like he grew up at Disney, this is you know, it's a huge part of his life, you know. So I'm like, I'm kind of thinking like alleyway, strip club, trash can, somewhere where like she would have no reason to no say no idea it's coming, like not a, <laughs> not no, no idea it's coming. I mean, literally the most <laughs> unsuspecting she could ever be. You know what I mean? That's a great idea. I think that, and I hope future whoever you are don't listen to this i want to do it in front of a trash can on a sketchy street and then as i'm going to do it i get down on my knee and i open up the box and there's no ring and then oscar the grouch pops out of the trash can and hands it to her that would be cool clever yeah clever and then she'd find out we were on sesame street Thank how you. do you go wrong you could do that at uh sea world why they have Sesame Street? They have a Sesame Street set up. Yeah. Well, I have really not been there in a long time. Then me neither. But I, I do know, I do watch ads. <laughs> That's true. So I, I do too. I so yeah. So I would say, as far as Valentine's Day, I do have one story that I could probably go to. It was so hard for me mm -hmm. to find one because, like you, the crazy has has found you and I yeah. on, on the random days, but. Uh, there was a Valentine's Day before I married my ex-wife. Yet again, another sign of God going, hello. But it was Valentine's Day. And I'm like, I'm going to cook for us. I'm going to do all this stuff. I was living with my grandmother because I was taking care of her because she had fallen. So when my girlfriend came into town, she lived like an hour away with her mom. When she came into town, you know, she would stay with me and my grandmother. And because I had to be there to take care of her. So. I was like, I'm going to go all out. Like I had, I had gotten stuff, gotten flowers, got a ton of different, uh, you know, candy that I know she likes, yeah. um, little trinkets that showed that I, everything was like, I listen to you. Mm -hmm. I hear you. And then I was making, I think like shrimp tacos. And so I'm in the kitchen cooking and she was in a bad mood. She was weird all day. She was like ignoring me. She waited till the last minute. She admitted to me at like four o'clock in the afternoon. She was at like Walmart and everybody was mean. And this is a stupid holiday. And why do I have to get you anything? And I don't even care. I just want to go to bed. I don't want anything that you got me. I don't want to celebrate this. And she's telling me this while I'm cooking with a smile on my face and like candied hearts all over the place. Yeah. Like you're so excited for the big yeah. day. Yeah. So I'm like super amped. And I, and then she's like, yeah, this day sucks and I don't even want it and don't expect anything because I didn't even get you that much. And so I do remember that it took me a while to remember that, but I do remember that day where I was like, yeah, I would rather not celebrate Valentine's day than be this excited for someone who's miserable. Did she come over? 
she did. And I don't, I think it was to the point where I was like, you know, I'm cooking for you. Like, mm-hmm. can you just, I know you might not like the holiday, but like, I'm cooking for you. So can we, and I feel like she was like, you know, you're right. Like, I think it was something too. She's like, I don't even know. It, it, it was like, did she say, are you making that? Or you're making shrimp or something like that. And I was literally like, am I going to break up with this girl on Valentine? Like, are you complaining about the free food that I made you? Go sit somewhere and accept well, and to think food. about Well, and to think about like your feelings being so crushed too. Like you're excited to like put this yeah. on for her. And in a way, you're both young. You're kind of playing house a little bit. Like, yeah, it totally defeats the purpose. It's like almost like don't even come over. Like, I honestly felt like if there was a giant teddy bear, she would have stabbed it in the gut. Like, I was just so done with, I was done with it before. I was almost like, do you even want to come over? Like, I'd rather yeah. just kind of eat by myself and hang out with my grandmother because my grandmother was, is a loving person, will always be. And so I remember that one, but my Valentine's, you know, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, it's funny, not funny, haha, but like, I had like a Christmas like that kind of one year. Where I had a boyfriend who, like, I, I showed up to his house. Like, I'd done my family stuff all day. I showed up to his house. He made, like, a weird comment about the outfit that I was wearing. Like, totally. And I thought I looked nice. You know, apparently he didn't. I was wearing black. So he's like, oh, you going to a funeral? Like, what? And then I had gotten him a present. And he wouldn't open it because he didn't get me anything. And he was, like, cold as literally so cold. So, anyway, I ended up leaving, going back to my grandparents' house. And my mom's like, well, what did he get you? And I'm like covering my tracks, like trying to come up with a lie because I don't want them to hate him. You know what I mean? To hate him. It's like, let my daughter never go through this crap. Let me tell you that right now. I, this past, oh, not this Christmas, the Christmas before that was the stare at the wall X. Yes. I figured she, so I retroactively realized my Christmas was different. I thought it was great. I thought it was sweet. Uh, What it ended up being is that I left my family on Christmas and had them do dinner so early at my mom's house and didn't get to spend time with my cousins who come in once or twice a year or my aunt because I rushed to get down to her while she was texting another married man to come over and do things to her. And I found found that out after the fact. And then I'm going back and I'm going, on Jesus's birthday, like you're right. nasty, but you did it on Jesus. You couldn't take Jesus's birthday off. Right. And I was coming down in the winter, leaving my family, doing all the stuff, packing up Lily. I bought all these gifts for her. I bought her things that that I never bought my ex-wife. Things I never thought I was going to buy anybody. And I and I'm like looking back on it, going, "Wow, there was something going on in the background," and I had little to no idea. Yeah. So I look back at that and I'm like, there should be reparations for, I think there should be a fund that you can't go into all the time. But since the government gives free money to people all the time, I think there should be money that there should be this like dating reparations fund. Like it should be a tax write-off. Like like if you you bought things for people who don't appreciate it, it should be a tax write-off. Yeah. Like I wanted to be able to go that year and be like, I was going to go to my taxes and be like, okay, negative $1,000 for woman who cheated. These were the gifts. You know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like, what'd you say? You gifted her. That is a tax write-off. Yeah. And well, and I can, I mean, I can say that she, there was some very expensive things that she kept forever, but you know, there's, there's that reality to me that I think, and you can make it an equation, but it's like, you take the money that you spent divided by this times this percentage. And there should be like a, you know, a dating thing because if if that was the case i would have so much but i i do look back on it it. and tell myself you know to have my 90-day rule and to not have to have any concern about it this year that saved me so much money that i can't even imagine or fathom it so now when i go to the store and i go do i really need that i go you know what dan you do (laughs) why not yeah, that's, a, that's, what, that's what I do every day. And I know what I like. So, you know, but to those of you that are having a Valentine's hangover, let's get into Valentine's Day because I have people okay. do this, right? I have the people do the, it's a commercial holiday. You should love people every day. Why do you love people once a day? It should be every day. I've also heard the notion of why do why do people always say, what are you buying her? And nobody says, what are you getting him? 
So there's the right. There's that notion. So let's tackle that first, and then we'll tackle Valentine's Day because I think that's a great point. Is that I always hear what you get or what you get or what you get her. But when do you ever hear someone say, "Well, what are you buying your husband? What are you buying your boyfriend?" I know somebody like this, just so you know, and he's always buying his girl like really nice things. And my question was like, oh, what'd she get you? Like whatever. And he's never that excited about it. And I'm always to myself, I'm like, huh. She didn't get him anything. I mean, I will say this for, for me, for holiday stuff, like because Josh isn't into it, like I will say it takes the pressure off me completely because now we just don't, we take care of the kids and like, that's what we do, you know? Um, plus, you know, we buy things for like, it's so hard to shop for people that just buy for themselves all the time. It really is. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, it's almost like it's he and I say this all the time too. It's like, I'm going to give you a $50 gift card and you're going to give me a $50 gift card. And then it's like, what is the point? Why are we getting, why are we doing this? You know? So in that sense, I'm not upset that we don't do it. However, to your point about that, about the gifting thing, it is a very, I, I don't want to say sexist because that's such a strong word, but it is implied that the man is always the one buying the gifts and it shouldn't be that way. It should be equal. I mean, unless, I guess, unless your spouse, you know, doesn't have, I don't know. I mean, doesn't have money. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but. As a man thinking about Valentine's day, I can, cause I never thought about it until this was provoked. And right. then I took a step back and I'm like, wow, 37 years, Dan, you never thought about this once. And and I thought, and now, now that I am, I'm like, what I get is, what did you get your mom? Did you get your mom flowers? Did you call your mom? Did you take your mom out? What did at the, you know, if you're dating someone, what did you get her? Let me see what you got her. Was it nice? Did you spend enough? Did you get her enough? Did you take her somewhere nice? It's not that you got her something. You have to get her flowers and candy, which is different from the gift. And the gift does not take the place of dinner. You have to take her to dinner at a nice restaurant that costs money. So you take her to a hundred dollar dinner, right? You buy her a $40, $50 gift, you buy her candy, which is 10 bucks, and you buy her the six dollar card. So at the end of the day, it's two hundred dollars for me to have her go, I got you this keychain. And I'm like, no, that was from your ex-boyfriend. It's been in your house for three years. You know, it's like <laughs> You know, well, and listen, not, not, not for nothing. Okay. There's other things that factor in. So if you are married with kids, well, you got to get a sitter. Well, it's hard to find a sitter on a holiday night because they're taken. So let's go ahead and factor in another hundred dollars in just the sitter. So yeah. it's like for us, like, first of all, we never go out on holiday nights anyway, because we've always both, we don't like places that are packed and you have to wait. Like, that's not like our vibe. So in general, like even when we were younger, we would go out, like, let's say Valentine's Day was on a Tuesday, like it was this year. We would pick the weekend or whatever to go out. Like, we would not go out that night because we don't want to be out. It's the same as New Year's Eve. I never go out New Year's Eve, you know what I mean? For that same reason. I feel that. So, I mean, it, and then when you start to, like, factor in the cost of, like, a babysitter and all the things, it does add up. And yeah. I know it's the experience and it's trying to connect with your, you know, your person or whatever. But it, to be honest with you. I feel connected sitting on the couch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I agree with you wholeheartedly because I've said, I'll go to New Year's in New York city. If I can be brought in by a helicopter to a roof. Yeah. And I can be brought out by the helicopter. Yeah. 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 So, yeah that whole thing. We talked about that. And you told me about the whole, like, there's no bathrooms and stuff. I was like, wait, what? No, no, I'm not wearing a diaper. No. In New York like city. I always thought it would be an experience I'd want. And then. Well, I think about it like this. If I wore a diaper. If I wore a diaper in New York City, I would be like probably most people in Times Square. So, I mean, it is, but they have naked Absolutely and he wears a diaper. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't see, yeah, Valentine's Day, there's no, I'm, I'm like, you know, how you described you and Josh, I'm the same way in the sense of on Valentine's Day, I'm like, oh, I have to find a parking spot and we're going to go downtown. I'm going to drive around for like 30 minutes. Then we're going to get it. Then we're going to have to sit there and wait. These people didn't get up. Then we're going to get that table that, you know, is going to be in the middle of everybody. Then I can't see the menu because it's so dimly lit. And like, th there's no part of me that wants to be in a jam-packed room of all these people on Valentine's Day. I would rather be at home, dress up at home. This is how I think about it. I said this to somebody recently. I'm like, if you dance in the house and things start to get hot, 
you got rooms. <laughs> if you if you dance in the club or you're eating in the club, you got to go get the valet, get your car, then pull out. You got to pray she doesn't pass out. out. Pray she doesn't pass out from being drinking too much on the way home. All the right. things. And then once you're finally done, yeah. And you know, and that's the thing is like some some guys will tell you once some PJs go on. So it's like it, it's just to me, I would once rather the PJs go on or stomach hurts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember one girl said it was my ex-wife. It was my ex-wife. My stomach hurts, my head hurts. She said other thing like that I'll leave off of a, of a family show. But she said this and this and, that, and there was like eight different things. So it got to a certain point where she goes, I was like, Do you want to do this? And she goes, uh, and I go, Well, which excuse is it today? Which one are we gonna? I said, Should we just make a thing and spin it? And she really didn't like that. And I was like, Well, I know your games, so I know that you can't. And I said to one girl, I go, you have, you've had your period three times this month. So when did you actually have it? Because that's not the case, but yeah, I, yeah. I will tell you, yeah, I will tell you this much. The man I am today, if, if the date is not great and she expects this money and she wants to go home and put them PJs on and there's no romance, then I will get up from the table, put the money down for what I spent and say, I'll call you a cab and I hope you have a good night. Yeah. I'm not yeah. staying there for that. Absolutely not. I won't fake it till I make it type of relationship. I did that yeah. already. It sucks. Right. Well, and listen, you're not married. Um, so if you were dating somebody that already was like, give, yeah, given that kind of vibe, then. <laughs> then Can I tell you about, you, okay. So I went on a it's date. It's only going to get worse. I know somebody else. I, I'd say this. I know somebody else who's in a similar situation with dating and it's only going to get worse. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw this at you. You and I talked about dating apps. I will yeah. leave it on name the one that I'm on, but Ooh. I, I had paid for it. Ooh. And so I tried, I deleted my account, but I paid for it. You're supposed to be able to restore your purchase. Yeah. And I was like, man, I got another month of this. I paid for this three months ago. I might as well just use it or else I threw money in the fire and I'm not that type of person. Right. I'm a fiscally responsible person, I would think. So. Yeah, you're like you're like the guy who you signed up for the team when you were a kid. And your parents are going to make you finish out eight weeks. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to do these last four weeks of this dang app. So I tried to get back on. I want to restore my purchase. I reached out to them all these different ways, and then I kept reaching out. And then they finally answered, and they're like, "Well, when you delete your account, you can't get your purchase back." But they gave me my same purchase, like on them. So even though I yeah. paid for it, they created one that was like free for a month. Mm -hmm. So. I'm using it out. Okay. So I, I went out on a date recently and this girl said to me, I don't want to be on your show. And I said, well, that completely is up to you. That's right. not up to me. That's up to you. And, and right. I, had, I had somebody say that to me. They're like, they're like, why would a girl want to date you if she's going to be on the show? I said, nobody makes it on the show. That's a good person. Right. <laughs> so like if you're on the show by the way right. if you say to me i don't want to be on the show you're you're going to be on the show because you're already telling me that something inside of you is a little off if you're worried about being on the show right so she's on the show not going to say her name but she made it and so this is what she said we went to get food so i show up early she shows up late i'm in my car it's cold outside she makes like she's driving there she didn't drive there she walked from where she walked from, I learned later on in the night, she walked by my car that I was sitting in. And obviously she didn't know it was my car, but I'm sitting right. there. So I'm like texting her like, oh yeah, let me know when you get here. She goes, oh, I'm inside. I'm sitting down already. And I'm like, I'm trying to be a gentleman waiting for her. She's already in there. I go in, we sit down, we proceed to talk. And this the one with the drink. What'd you say? Is this the one with the drink that was like, what do you like to drink? And you were like, no. No, this is oh. this is this is a new okay. So this is a girl who said I'm not drinking because I have to work tomorrow. And she made like she was driving. And then she goes, I walked here. So then she gets herself a drink. And it took like almost an hour for her to get up because you had to get up and order your food. It took almost an hour for us to order. I was starving. And I'm trying to make like I'm not. So right. we, we have this conversation and I can realize now she's psychoanalyzing me. Okay. She's asking me questions. That is is no longer a date. I am now talking to a doctor who's deciding what room I'm going to end up in. Okay. And 
what did she say she said something along the lines of I, I said I said oh those I said these are good traits in a woman and she goes well what are the bad ones and like she kept spinning things around going well if you like that what do you not like yeah 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 so I we went through dinner and I said like I'm a fixer I used to be and I said I'm not a fixer anymore but I used to be a fixer and so she gets up she puts her jacket on and I talked to her about the stare at the wall girl and so she knew all about her story she puts her jacket on she's looking this way and she goes, I was a lot like that. And it was right after what I said. So I was like, oh, you were like me? You were a fixer? She goes, no, I was just like your ex. I did pretty much all the crazy stuff you said she did. And most people would refer to me as a crazy person. And I went, thank you for telling me that. Like, I wasn't interested in her. But after that, I was very but to just come out and be like, I am crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so when, when you're when you go on these dates with people on a website or whatever, so it's kind of like a blind date, basically. You may talk first, whatever. Yeah. Do, how does it end when you get so when you go on a date and you're like, I'm not into this person? So you're feeling that vibe already. You're not into them. You don't want to see them again. How does it end? I did the thing that I never do, and anyone who gets to know me will know that I've probably done this three times in my life in 37 years. If okay. I go, Hey, have a great night. And I give a side hug. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm a hugger. So if I, Oh my a, God. And I can't stand people that are not huggers by the way, but keep yeah. going. But I do a little, mm, you know, side I mean? hug. and then my mom was like, did you drive her home? Cause she was walking. I'm like, I didn't want her in my car. I didn't want her to learn my vehicle. I just, I was like, I wanted I wanted out. She told me she was crazy. And the yeah, other it's like at that point, like there's no reason to do anything nice or pursue any further because there's zero point in it. But yeah, the side hug that definitely gives the right vibe. Yeah. And yeah. Or more like when the side hug with a little pat pat on the back. Yeah. She she gave me the pat. And then, but here's the thing. So I, I said so I said nothing. Within a couple Just days. Side hug nothing. Yeah. So she well, she got and she, I was like, have a good night. And she said, Yeah. Yeah. So then she texts me a couple days later and I was not going to talk to her again. I was just going to let it be what it is. Cause she also said other things. Cause I said to her, I said, I said, I was talking about people being friends, like when a straight man, a straight woman and this and that. And I had a conversation with her about like, in a lot of cases, straight men and straight women struggle in being friends. And she was like, no, I have one friend. And she's like, well, there is a caveat. I said, no, there's no comma. There's no, I'm sorry, but. And then she said to me, well, this one guy wants to date me. And every time I'm with someone, he refuses to, he's my friend. But every time I'm dating somebody, he won't talk to me the entire span of me dating them. And then he'll pick up again. And she said, well, you know, we can't date each other. And I watched, I watch everything. I, her phone was flipped over the whole night. I watched her turn. And when she was talking about the guy, she looked away from me down at the ground, serious face. And she goes, well, we can't date because he lives far away. And I was like, if that's your only reason, I'm out. Because if that man moves an hour closer, then something's going down. You know, it's well, like, oh, we can't date each there's other. There's a right? movie that just came out. Um, I don't remember what it's called. I think it's on Netflix, I think, with Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. And they're like best friends. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I think the plot is this. They're best friends. She meets somebody and then suddenly it like hits him that like he's kind of starting to have feelings for his friend. And now he's like devastated about it or whatever. So who knows how it ends in the ending and they'll probably end up together. Who knows? But yeah. Um, yeah, listen, I don't agree with you on this, on that, that women and men can't be friends. I don't there's agree certain, on that. There's certain, there's but certain, certain people can't. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Certain people can't. But um, I mean, I think it's, I've had, I've had friends over the years that were like best friends that nothing romantic ever went on. Like it was almost like we were each other's wingman for dating other people. You know what I mean? And I think but, it depends so, on the character of the person. If you have any attraction to a person at all, then no, it's never going to work. If there's any kind of mutual, actually I take it back. If there's any kind of mutual attraction. Yeah. Like if you're two attractive people and you both think each other are attractive, and you can see that person in that way, but you're just friends, like mm, at some point, something probably is going to happen. But if you're not attracted to the person, then that's different because. And she was trying to state her case and she goes, I do photography for weddings and I normally see the bride look happier with her guy best friend that's straight than she does her husband. And I was like, 
you realize you're just sitting here proving my point. Like you're, you're, I just wanted to leave. And I've never, statement. I've Don't never tell any married guys that. Also, and I've never been, I've never been, I don't think I've ever been on a date before where I knew like, I don't want to be here. I want to go home. I couldn't wait to go home and just like lay with Lily, watch a movie. So that kind of like, you know, I was like, you can't, I mean, no part of this was fun for me. So then she texts me a few days later and she says, I don't even know if I still have it, but it was, it was along the lines of like, you know, do you want to get back together and, or not, not get back together? Like, do you want to like, do you want to go out again and get something to eat? You know, like my treat this time, no strings attached type of thing. So that was kind of nice. So, but here, but here's the thing. Well, she sent me like a, a bunch of stuff, long stuff. And then I was really intrigued by you. Uh, talking to you gave me a lot to think about, including some helpful self-reflection. I really respect your beliefs. It made me super curious how you got to where you are. That was nice. But then it was like, you know, she wanted to get together for a conversation. And then I was like, ah, I don't know. Cause I'm, and she's like, well, I know how you feel about like being friends. If like, it didn't work out in that sense. And she's like, well, I like the opportunity. I know how you feel about not being friends. I'm not looking for a date, just a conversation, nothing to lose. And I mean, and, it's like she's trying to like convince you to go out with her again, which is me going like, no, because my gut that I never listened to was like, she told you to your face that she's crazy. So just and I always I always say go with your gut on things. I, I'm not saying that the guts are never right are never wrong, because I'm sure that there's yeah. uh, things. But more than likely, I think people's gut is. 90% dead on and that people just choose not to see it. You know what I mean? So I would probably say go with your gut too. When Plus somebody when she you. sees this and sees you talking about a reader text message, she steps, they're going to call you again anyway. So no, and the, and the thing that I find funny is like, it's almost like the bitterness, right? I wasn't looking for a date and that's not how she attacked the situation. So when right. I kind of responded the way I did, it's like, well, I don't want to date you either. It's like, mm. well, and, and honestly, like women, you know, they always say men love the chase and whatever, but so do women. So it's like the moment you, it's the same thing. Why nice guys finish last? And they go for the douchebag because women love a guy that's not interested in them. And they think that they're playing hard to get. It's like, no, they're actually just not interested in you. Yeah. And, and for me, I don't take anything. And I'm not here to like read into this stuff or whatever about that. You know, I'm not saying her yeah. name, I'm not going to talk about her life. I'm bringing it up in the sense of, I finally learned my lesson of, whether I was interested in her or not, she told me she was crazy. And mm -hmm. she talked about, oh, I can't date this guy. He doesn't live close enough. So there's all these red flags that in the past, right. but my gut was like, go home and just sit. Just go home, just sit, just be. Because, but here's the thing about like the dates and stuff. So I'm trying to get these all, by the way, I'm trying to get all these in by March 1st, because once that membership is over, I'm not paying yeah, for I was gonna another. Say, like you're you're really running low on time. I'm trying to just wrap it up. But yeah. yeah, so but my thing is too is I know it's really important to me and I don't mind if someone has kids. But it depends on the scenario because I can I'm an uncle to a ton of kids, right? And I and I have a lot of adopted kids in my family. So, you know, being someone who's not their biological dad, well, I have family who that it's not their biological parents. So to me, it's like, I don't mind it, but I would want somebody to be open to like, I've always wanted to at least try to have my own children. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can, I have no idea if I can, I've never checked, but it's mm -hmm. like, I would like the opportunity. So when I meet people now and it's like, except that I have kids and I'm like, okay, well, except that I might want one of my own. And are they, are they out coming out saying like, I have kids and I do not want more. No, it was never. So it's like, everything's good in the conversation. Everything's been good. So it's something where it's like, oh, okay, you know, this could be fun. This could be good. I don't mind that there's children involved and there's been no outright, like, I don't want kids. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that. And I also talk about faith openly and there's never been like, oh, I don't have any faith. But there's more of like a silence to it where my parents are like, hey, just let it be what it is. Go out. Just let let 
things flow as they flow. But I know myself, I know I can be a dad if I come into a situation where there are kids, but I know that I want at least the shot to have a family where we're both involved. Right. I mean, I, I know a lot of people who've also been in situations like this around a second marriage or whatnot. And when they re fall in love into their second marriage, whatever, and they're, you know, with this person, most of the time they want to try to have a child with that person too. You know what I mean? Like they want that too, that, that bond of, of, of parenthood. Now, I mean, at the same time, it's like, don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> but at your age, the odds are high that when you're going out on dates, that it would be more often than not that somebody would have children. And, you know, my best friend, um, she just had a baby and she met a man a year ago and they had a baby and now, you know, they're living together and all these things, but he, he's divorced with, with kids mm-hmm. and she's about your age. I think, I think maybe 37 ish. And mm-hmm. I remember at one point saying to her, like, you're probably going to come when, whenever you meet the guy, whoever he is, it's probably going to come with a situation where he has children. She loves kids. So that's never an issue. You know what I mean? But yeah. I mean, the same, I think me, if I was, if I was single, I wouldn't expect at this age, I wouldn't expect any 40 year old man going on a date with me or more or less or whatever it close to 40 to think that, Oh, I don't want to date her because she has kids. Like I, I can't imagine somebody saying that because most men, I feel like at your, at your range of 35 to 45 are probably looking for their forever person and family is a big piece of that. Yeah. And I think like kind of the final note, my mom says this all the time and I want to get your take on it in our Valentine's hangover of two mics, no filter. She says, if a woman is in her thirties or older and she's never been married and she doesn't have kids, there's something wrong. And I can't prove that wrong from my experience. I don't, when she says it, I'm like, ah, ma, come on. But She's never been like when I meet people now and they're like, no, I've never been, never been married, never been engaged. Like there's, there's a girl I talked to 43 years old, never been married, no kids, uh, maybe close to being engaged before. Successful. What'd you say? Successful. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say so. But to me, that's my thing too, is I'm like, well, my, some people focus on careers. Like I can't pigeonhole everybody into that, but to for me, I don't necessarily want somebody to have been married and have kids, but you're right. When I'm 37 and I'm dating, it's very, very hard to find some, like I have no strings. My ex-wife and I don't talk. I don't think about her. I wouldn't even remember to bring up Marvel in the multiverse. I think maybe I was married to her in a multiverse. Not now, not in this universe, because I don't, I don't think about what she looks like. I have to literally think about her to even remember her because she's gone. I don't keep mindless information. And so I don't have that like, oh, she's going to come around this and that. And to me, I don't care if there's kids involved. But the thing that I take issue with is I don't care if there's kids involved, but I never know like what the situation is with the guy. Right, 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 right. The concern over, are they done? Are they not done? Is there still feelings there? Is he a jerk? Is he going to be the kind that doesn't want me to discipline his kids? Like, yeah, listen, I think there's no way to go into that situation without it being messy. I think some people have figured it out and there, there are great stories out there of co-parenting and how, you know, spouses, uh, you know, they divorce and they, they meet somebody else who's wonderful. And then, you know, the other person, instead of having hatred for that person is like, thank you for loving my children the way you do. And, and thank you for that. And then they're able to, first of all, give the children a peaceful life because the, the, it's the kids that are stuck in the middle on these things. You know what I mean? It's the kids stuck in the middle. So I think I, I, so that's one piece of it, right? The other piece of it is to like your mom's point, like, I don't agree. And I'll tell you why times have changed, right? Like people definitely do not get married and have children as early as they did 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40, 50, and so on. I think that often you find a woman who's very independent, very successful, and she's chased her career. And for whatever reason, as much as she wants to find that person, 
like you do, like, you know, that feeling of just, that's what they want. They can't seem to find, and maybe it's men are intimidated by her. She travels, she's gone all the time. Her job is her, you know, you're married to your job. Those types of things. I think that that is why you're seeing more women not be married or have a marriage under their belt well into their thirties, because they have been chasing all the things that make them unique in themselves. Right. Whereas maybe less, um, less passionate, less ambitious women are getting married earlier because they're not out there looking for those types of things or fulfillment that way. You know what I mean? I just think, I think that you can't really say that now. I have heard the same thing about a man. Yeah. Is he a Peter Pan? Like, is it the Peter Pan syndrome? He just can't settle down. Like, what is it? You know what I mean? If a man doesn't have a kid with somebody by the time he's 40 years old, like, have you ever been engaged? Did you propose to somebody and just broke it off? Like what happened? Were you never able to commit? Because I find that hard to believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, I did not intend to be David Spade in the grownups movie, nor did I intend to be George Clooney at all. So, and I don't live that life. So, I mean, to me, it's, I got the opposite. Look at George now. He's, he's settled down now. But I got the opposite of what I would have gone for. Like every, I think everybody, if you pulled my friends, they would have said Dan was going to get married first, probably meet a girl in a sandbox at four years old, call it a day. And, and now it's like totally not the story I thought of, but everything about my life I love. So I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't change it. And I'm, and, and I'm okay with me, Lily, my incredible people in my life that I have. You know, I got a, I got a kick-ass co-host. You know, I mean, what am I going to get upset about? Got a great parent, great parents, yeah. great dog, great friends that are brothers and sisters to me. And, you know, I, I don't work a day in my life. I right? always say yeah. that when you are so happy with your circumstances and you're being uniquely or you're being yourself to the fullest degree and you're and you're happy, you're satisfied with with what you what what you are as a person. I always say, like, I truly believe that's when love finds you. Like, like I know love finds people at different times and it finds people at times when they're not themselves. And look, in your situation, those things don't work out. But I do believe that you find somebody who's going to love you for all the things that you love about you. Yeah. You know, that's how it happens. Yeah. And, and I also realize that I want to be with someone who doesn't want to filter my humor because we are too much, no filter. So With that being said, for Andrea, for myself, DT, and for all of you in this Valentine's hangover, hopefully we helped y'all be okay with, maybe you weren't okay, but now you're better okay now. Listen, it happens, folks. It's life. We get through it. And hopefully we brought you through it here today. Andrea, as always, I appreciate the time. And uh, Josh, you you now know, buy the protein bar today and put a post-it <laughs> note that says tomorrow. I love it. I love it. All right. Bye. <laughs>